May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Today is the first Sunday in Advent. In Advent, we draw near to our hope in Christ. It's our journey to Christmas and the gift of God's Son, God's love for all the world. In Advent, we draw near to remember again the little town of Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph in a manger, one silent night when all was calm and all was bright and Christ was born. And so, glory. Animals lowing, angels singing and filling the skies in resplendent praise, dashing shepherds who just had to come and see, and wise ones from afar, led by a star, all drawn near to glory, and Mary's look of wonder into the eyes of her son, Jesus, our Savior. We remember that night. In Advent, we draw near to the memory of Jesus born so long ago. But then in Advent, nothing of that night means anything at all if all we do is is leave it there. Because Jesus is more than a memory. Jesus is present tense and future too. More, Jesus is more than a pageant, more than gingerbread and ringing bells. He's coming again. Jesus and everything Jesus is, he's coming in these days into this world. Luke says, then, people will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. Do you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Presbyterians are not so versed in regular proclamations of this particular text. Here where it says, one day Jesus will come again. But we should be. For this is God's promise. Here is our hope in which God and God the, uh, we need. Shall we not sing as the choir did just a moment ago? And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And what? The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Read my lips, God said. <laughs> Here is God's promise and right on time. For we know many places of trouble waiting for Christ in a homeless shelter, in a nursing home, in love that insists not in its own way, in families when money is tight and we can barely make it, when good school and basic needs are out of reach for so many, When so many with means care so little for those without. When we could make a difference, when we make good change for all, but we don't. When creation is bludgeoned by pollution and waste. When people must flee their homes and towns due to violence and war and crime. And when they've no safe place to go. And when they might be helped but people choose not to help them. We know 
the calamities Jesus speaks of, the confusion, the fear, the, the seas in our life that roar, truly God must care. Do you believe? Jesus said that in such time, people will look and see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Jesus in the present tense, Jesus coming. Do we believe? I said just these words Thursday evening to a man. I broke out of my normal Presbyterian reservedness and then waiting in line outside the, the Peninsula Korean Baptist Church. He and 20-some other homeless men, mostly men, were waiting to get inside for the night's welcome. And I thought come 7 o'clock the door would just open and all would stream right in as a group, but, but no, that's not how they do it. There's a procedure and, and it takes time. Each guest has to first put all their stuff in a bag, all the things they, they won't need for that night, and these bags are placed in a separate room for them to pick up the next morning. And they give their name, and it's, it's written in a book. I like to think it's the book of life. And they're given a name tag, and if they're new, they have their picture taken. The officer checks to see they're okay, sober, and carrying no weapons, and then they get to go in. It's such a, a process, they let through the door only two at a time. So come 7 o'clock, all these men are outside standing by the door to get in, and almost all of them are quiet. A few are, are talking and, and chuckling. All are listening, waiting, ready. So standing a bit from the crowd and more into the yard were a few who I suppose were in less a hurry to get in, or they were in the back of the line, so they figured they had time. And among them, I met Mario, and we got to talking. He hadn't arrived on the bus with most of the others. He said his caseworker dropped him off. I don't think he's been in the area for long. He's from North Carolina, and, and he said as a boy, he lived in Richmond in what he called the slums. And what a happy escape it was for him to, for his family then to move near Lake Gaston in rural coastal Carolina. And he had a fish story about the big catfish that didn't get away. <coughs> and I told him I was a preacher, and, and right away he said, Oh, Psalm 91, I will protect those who know my name, says the Lord. I said, uh-huh. <laughs> he was churched. Going on, I said, well, it'll soon be Christmas, won't it? And we talked about that. And then, as I've been thinking on this text from Luke this week, I, I said, you know, Christmas reminds us that Jesus is coming again. And you know, these verses, they're all about hope, the hope we need and our hope secure. And Mario responded, yes, yes. And then we get in this kind of call and response as I go into this scripture. I say, and Jesus said, there will be trouble. And Mario says, trouble. And I say, there will be upheaval and confusion, and the seas will roar. Mario says, seas will roar. Then the people will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And Mario goes, glory, power. And, and we weren't just saying all this, just to say it, this was, it seemed to me, coming to me an affirmation of faith. We were having a moment of church right there in the yard of the church. 
and I could see it in his eyes. His hope was real. It looked to me that this was hope he practiced every day, waiting for the Lord. Yesterday, I went to Suffolk to pick up India, and she was at a birthday party of a friend who used to live here, but now lived over there. And it's a bit of a drive and busy, and I wasn't sure just where this neighborhood was, but I had my trusty GPS and made it okay. Oh, Chesapeake? Chesapeake. <laughs> Somewhere down there, 40 <laughs> minutes away. <laughs> I'm still a newbie. Well, I made it okay, and, and she said goodbye, and we started back. Though by then it was dark and starting to rain, and traffic was even busier, and that morning on the way, they had just had to wait an hour almost for the tunnel traffic because there was an accident. Who knows what we'll meet coming back. So we turned the, the Broadway station on satellite radio and listened to show tunes. And oh, how carefully, how carefully I drove. And we made it home. And I remember thinking what a blessing that is to make it home to roll in and relax and be warm and together at home with those we love. And then I thought of Mario and those by the door that night waiting to get into port. And I thought of refugees running away from violence and hunger and how blessed we are to even have a home, unlike so many. You know, we had close to 30 volunteers from our church helping the port ministry this week. We made brownies and casseroles and biscuits. We had all you who were checking the guests in and out night and morning. We had Vicki and Craig helping with new socks and coats and toiletry items they could use. We had the kitchen crew morning and night. And we had Bailey shining love in her face for that one small child I don't think she was two years old with her family. What are they doing there? In times of trouble and hardship and want for all of them and ourselves too, here was a measure of home, of love, of Christ again coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Here was Christ answering his people's cries in real time with power and great glory. For I think here's where this text really goes for us. In times of upheaval and confusion, wherever we find calamity, loss, and injustice in our lives and in the world, and in our, there is a call to stand ready for rescue because Jesus will come again. Jesus will be here through those who follow him, through those who orient their lives to him, through those he calls, through those who gather in his name as church to love as he loves. That's a promise. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. So today, this Advent, moving to the manger, Remember, draw near. Move to the edge of your seat and wait for it. Watch, for Christ is coming soon. Thanks be to God. Amen.